Hey, babes. I am your host, Christina Catherine McGinnis, a recent college graduate who is just trying to figure her shit out. In the Bottled Blonde podcast, we are talking lots of booze with a new drinking word every week, dishing on our latest dating adventures, diving into work hacks, and the best hashtag self-care tips around. This is a place for all babes to come and chat about the millennial four pillars, booze, boys, business, and beauty. Come with a glass of champs and get ready to laugh, learn, and have a happy hour with your blonde digital BFF. Let's celebrate not having it all together, but having a good fucking time while we're at it. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts every Thursday. Cheers. Hello, TBB babes. I am your host, Christina Catherine McInnes, the founder of KCM Connect, The Bottled Blonde, and the blog, ChristinaMcInnes.com. And today we are talking all things confidence. It is going to be our drinking word of the day. If you're new here, hey, hey, what's happening? A drinking word means throughout the episode, anytime that you hear that word, you're going to sip down your cocktail, your matcha, whatever your vibe is, whatever time you're listening this You know, you can still have rosé on ice in the morning. You can have it in the afternoon, at night, whatever time. As long as you're not driving, then you're good to go. But we are talking all things confidence with Brittany. She is major and every single room that she walks into, she commands it, which I love that about her so much. We met on Instagram and became fast friends. And so I was like, I need to have you on the podcast because she is just a badass She's a spray tanner. She's a connector, but she's so much more than that. I feel like from her, I get like mom vibes and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to be able to like chat with you, get guidance from you. And so I wanted to bring her on to the TBB pod because this month is self-care month. You guys know this, but a huge part of self-care is confidence and the way that she talks about it and her tips are very tangible. And she's been in this industry for so long that I really, really wanted her expertise. But I'm pumped for that. Little life updates for you guys. We are getting into it. The last few weeks, funny that it is self-care month. I have never had a panic attack in my entire life. And last week I had two panic attacks and I was like, oh my gosh, where do I turn to? Like, who do I call? So I called a few of my friends and they gave me resources. And then I was on a podcast this week with She Persisted and we chatted all about it. And it's so interesting to me that like people don't talk about this more, especially in our day and age with the COVID-ness, with things happening with the world. It's more common than I feel like most people realize. In my like Avenue, something that I did was that I was like, all right, I got to get a handle on this. So I found a counselor in my area. I am pro counseling. I've been counseling before. I think it's even great to just almost word vomit everything that you're going through and be able to be like, all right, where are we at? What's happening? Where do we want to go? How do we get there? So first meeting with the counselor today, it went awesome. If you guys are thinking about doing counseling, just hit the fuck it button, like I like to call it, and go for it. I think it's one of the best self-care things that you can do. But just wanted to give that little tidbit self-care update. 
We sent out all of our boxes to our self-care babes. Please make sure to reach out if you want to be a part of our next box series. I think we're going to do something fun in March. So slide in our DMs at The Bottled Blonde and we'll get you on the list for all of the things coming in March. But I love you guys. I hope you're having a badass Thursday. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And let's get into all things Brittany. You guys are going to love Brittany as much as I do. Brittany Bennett is the founder of Bee Bronze Studio and an airbrush artist extraordinaire. Guys, I've got her spray tans and they are next level. She is referenced by many as a hustler with a heart. It's no surprise that Brittany's tailored Bee Bronze to be so much more than just an airbrush tanning destination. She entered the beauty sector 11 years ago. At first, her intentions were nothing more than to make a little extra cash while pursuing her career in hospitality. But those intentions completely changed the moment she picked up a spray tan gun and sprayed the confidence on her first client. Brittany continued her perfect craft and very soon became a highly sought after airbrushed artist in the Los Angeles area. It wasn't long before her side hustle bloomed into a full-time passionate career. She is building her empire one brilliant spray tan at a time. You guys, she has sprayed some of the most major people. We're talking Lisa Vanderpump, Stassi, the Vanderpump girls. I mean, check out her Instagram. She's spraying all the celebs and I've never had a better spray tan in my entire life. Without further ado, let's get into it. Hello, TBB babes. We are with Brittany today and we are talking about buns, boobs, spray tans, Lisa <laughs> Vanderpump, and everything in between. For the people who don't know you, Brittany, give a little backstory on all things, all things you, all, all things, things tanning. Me. Oh, yes. all things me, all things tanning. My name is Brittany Bennett. I am the owner of Bebron Studio, custom airbrush spray tanning here in fabulous Los Angeles, California. Moved here 10 years ago now. It was in the hotel industry. Moved here to help open the W Hollywood, actually, and had a need for extra money. Wasn't making any money. Ventured into the spray tanning world because it is the only sector of the beauty industry you really don't need a license to do this. So I just said, that's it. So that's how I kind of ventured into spray tanning. Went online, purchased some stuff, went onto YouTube, learned, and then used my friends as guinea pigs. I love it so yeah. much. I was yeah. telling you, literally, the first time we met, I, like, reached out of her Instagram, yeah. and I was like, you're so fun. Let's yeah. work together. I was like, I love this. In the oh. world of the awful emails or the DMs of, let's collab. I'm like, oh, my God, for what? <laughs> and then you messaged me, and I was like, okay, there we go. Okay. Yeah, so there was just something. I was totally down to come and meet you. So thank you for doing that. I know. Well, thank you. And we've had so much fun. Each time that she comes over and tans me, literally, my boyfriend is, like, sitting here <laughs> doing his lawyer thing. I'm always really, so worried he hears me, but he doesn't, he could care less. He could care less. Yeah. He's literally like brick wall. I feel like you could tell anything to him and he's just like, even keel. Yeah. Like, this is great. Yeah. But I want to talk, okay, I want to hear number one about horror stories, about clients, especially celebrity clients, because we've chatted about a few mm -hmm. and some of them are freaking hilarious. Yeah, so horror stories, there's a bunch. There's like a whole array of horror stories and just funny stories that I've told over the years and... I've seen it all, to be 
quite honest, especially in LA, it's crazy. So, I mean, obviously there's no horror stories with, with celebrities themselves as individuals. It's, it is what it is. A lot of them you can't even talk about. So that's great. It helps me too. So then I don't have the (laughs) urge to say anything as far as I, which I told you the biggest horror story was spray tanning Lisa Vanderpump, who's the most gracious, amazing human being. I love her. She's very, very sweet. And I don't, I'm sure if you've seen the show or anybody's watching, you've seen the show, you can see her gorgeous, amazing, all white bathroom, marble floors, everything. It's literally like, it just looks like my fucking dream. Yeah. Like where I would love to be. It's pretty amazing. I would love to be buried in Lisa Vanderpump's house. Like somewhere. She could take me anywhere. I'll even take like the rosé fridge. Yeah. Like it's fine by me. It's, it's amazing. So I spray tanned her. Everything was all good in the world. Everything was all great. And then all of a sudden, I was done. I turned the machine off. And the gun just like... And I look over. (laughs) And her whole white curtain is now like a full spray tan. Like just down. And I just looked at it. And instantly, I just started bawling. (laughs) Your instant reaction. And this is like seven years into spray tanning. So it's not like it's my first rodeo of going into these homes. But what do you do in that moment? I just started bawling and I remember her being like honey what's wrong and I just looked at her crying and I'm like I can't afford to fix that yeah, you're like that curtain is my whole fucking mortgage I mean I have insurance don't yeah. get me wrong but like oh my god so yeah it was wild she was very gracious her and I was with sat there with her housekeeper and and tried to get it out and it was I sent her flowers afterwards fully apologized but she was very gracious and understood but could you imagine I could not imagine yeah that I, was pretty horrible well honestly I I think would probably make me laugh the most mm-hmm. is like <laughs> the panic and then being like she's okay and then if she has like a dog run in, run in like jiggy oh, or anything God. along those lines yeah now you'll see now pay attention next time i spray you if uh-huh. you watch when i turn the gun on or off i constantly keep the gun in the tent it's just it's now like embedded in my brain yeah. like it's just crazy because you know you have to be careful yeah. So, I yeah. Know. Oh, that's, I told you about my little story too with her son. What is it? <laughs> I was here a few years ago and I was here for like create and cultivate and we were on a girls weekend with all these other fun creative ladies. And we were like, we need to cut loose. Like, let's go out. Let's drink. I had like way, way too many like jalapeno margaritas and this bitch, I tell you right now, no joke. I walk into pump and there is a step. If you've ever been to pump, there's like this very distinct step that they actually have tape on now, probably for this reason. Well, let, because if you're sober, you see it. I'm just going to put that on <laughs> That there. is very true. <laughs> but literally, I full-blown missed this huge step, face-planted, wasted. And her son walked up to me, and he's like, oh, my God, are you okay? He's like, holy shit, we're going to have, like, a lawsuit. Like, he's, like, panicked, like, trying to help me up, like, make sure I'm okay. And I, my drunk ass, goes, Wes Jiggy. Oh, my God. And he's like, oh, my God. He started laughing and ended up, (laughs) he's like, what can I do for you? Again, drunk. I'm like, honestly, my phone's about to die. Do you have a phone charger? And he's like, I totally have a phone yeah, charger. He's like, grabs the yeah. phone, plugs it in, yeah. like sent over some pasta because he's like, this girl needs to like soak it up and like totally apologize even though 
I made myself look like such an ass. She's so sweet. Her family's sweet. I've sprayed so Pandora sweet. and I've met Ken a couple of times. Everyone's like so gracious and sweet. You can, you know. Does Ken get spray tans? No, 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 no. He no. doesn't? Never. My dad totally gets spray tans. No, I mean, I've spray tan men, but Ken doesn't. Okay. No, yeah. no, none for Ken. <laughs> none for Ken. Uh, okay. Has any, okay, question. Has any guys, do you have guy rules? Like, do they need to like put on boxers or like have? Yeah, boxers I, or, I mean, I'm in LA, so I spray tan a lot of models. So the lowest I'll go is a sock. <laughs> yeah sock so like, and then when you do the inner up. thigh it's just push it push it one way push it the other you're yeah. kidding sock any like particular sock for any guy that's like hey I need to go get whatever type of guy you are sock whatever you need to fit oh just sock it up <laughs> little socks big yeah. socks i just don't, you know don't get a sock that slips off though. yeah we you can't know, do that we can't do that yeah but i want to hear like what is the number one mistake because i know literally myself you're gonna die i was like worried you were coming over today oh, God. i was like fuck i need to exfoliate i was like oh. i can't look like patchy tan like, oh coming. yeah <laughs> what's the number one mistake you see people in their spray tans as far as like pre-care or after care probably both Give it to me. I mean, there's just so many different rules that people don't realize that like a lot of the spray tan, and I have said this forever, is 50% your spray tan or 50% you. You can't not do what you're supposed to do and then bitch your spray tanner and be like, it's not dark enough. It's not this. It didn't last as long. Like, you know, maybe it is your spray tanner. Maybe it is their solution, but you're hoping that that person did their job and understood exactly what it is. So I always tell people, you know, shower, shave, and exfoliate a minimum, a minimum of four hours prior before I get there. If you do it too close, the pH balance of your skin's gonna change. It's gonna matter. It's just it's just gonna change. Also, I just wanna make sure that when you're done getting your spray tan, obviously stay away from Dove. Make Sacks, sure. Sacks, all, all of We'll it. talk about that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sweating activities, These, yeah. no sexual act, fornication. Yeah. Uh, that happens, but just really just the rules are out there for a reason, but the, it's the showering right before is going to kill me. The shaving right before, if you have dark hair, is the worst because then you get the black dots. So just real, really pay attention to that. And then after, just treat it. I always say treat it like wet cement. You put your hands in wet cement, something's going to form. Once you shower, then you're fine. Then you're you good to go. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have seen people get a spray tan and go out, go like fully out for a night out. And it's, I'm watching Instagram. I'm at home. I'm like, you're a one oak now after I just spray tanned you. What are you doing? What's the worst though is getting a spray tan and then going out. And if you're at a club or something, Why? And you can feel, you can like feel it. Like I, I couldn't do, I, I can't do You know do what? It. I think maybe when I was, I'm not going to age myself, so I'm not going to say how old no. I am. But back young, in the day, I think AF. I used to think maybe I was guilty that like twice but why I did that I don't know everybody needs to stop that if you're just going to like a casual dinner mm -hmm. fine but you going out to party honey I promise you that guy that's next to you smells you yeah he and does. he doesn't know what it is yeah he's like what he's or not like oh that's spray tan no big deal yeah he's like damn he's like that perfume is like kind of funky I don't even think he's gonna guys aren't that smart he you just says smell? you're you smell you smell yeah <laughs> it, all, it all smells yeah I don't know what the problem yeah. is and it's super yeah. Smelly. Okay, what was so interesting, you are the first spray tanner ever who talked to me about mixing solutions. And mm -hmm. I just thought this whole damn thing was wild. 
So can yeah. you explain it? Because I feel like I use a total of about six words to uh, sure. So I didn't people. obviously I didn't invent the game of like spray tanning solutions. So I'll go back to you don't need a license to do this. So you don't need to go to school. You don't need to understand undertones. None of that. So I just kind of started realizing when I was spraying, I'm like, okay, what's this? What's that? What's that? And then I would go when I would use other solution, other brands of solutions, I'd go onto the website and I quickly saw like, okay, there's this, there's that, what is going on? Or I would use the same solution on one person and then it would turn up on another person like this, completely different. Also, I'm in Los Angeles, so not everybody has spray tan somebody who's on a red carpet, but then the flash photography, you're like, wait, she did not look like that when I sprayed her. So I just started really trying to understand people's skin types, people's undertones. And then I went from the solution and went onto websites and did some research and really understood, okay, if you mix this and you do this, it's going to turn out better than this. That's why I always ask. And I'm sure you realize when I first came here is I never say light, medium, or dark. I'm not going to ask you that. I ask you, what are you doing? Where are you going? Because I firmly believe not every color calls for the same spray tan. Then if someone's like, I'm going on a bachelorette party, I want to be so dark. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to take you as dark as your skin tone allows you to be taken. So if you're Irish and you don't tan, don't show me a girl who's Italian and say you want to be like that. It's not going to happen. You're going to, you're going to overprocess and look orange every time. So that's kind of where that came from. And it just now, it's a pretty big thing in the industry now. And some people will say it doesn't matter. I stand by and say it does. I love it. No, and two, it was so interesting. Yeah, because when you came, you were like, okay, what what's happening uh-huh. right now? And I've literally, I've gotten, I don't even know. Literally, I swear, since I was a toddler, I was like getting spray tan, mm-hmm. like oranging it up when I was like really young. Yeah, well, the solutions have drastically changed yeah. over the years. You know, even look at like Christy Teigen did it one time recently. She showed a photo of herself from a spray tan years ago. And you're like, damn, we thought that was good looking. Uh-huh. I mean, she looks bomb, but like, we're like, whoa, so dr- just the solution game itself has changed. Pure or more pure ingredients are being put into things. So it, the solutions are getting better too. Okay, TBB babes, you guys are hearing the latest and greatest here first. ChristinaMcGinnis.com is launching sticker packs. We are super excited about our three packs, the blogger pack, social media pack, and the podcast pack. A portion of the proceeds will go to Love 146. Love 146 is an international human rights organization working to end child trafficking and exploitation through survivor care and prevention. So what the heck is a sticker? Guys, this is going to change your gram game. Unlike gifts, stickers can be copied and pasted into your Instagram stories without reducing the image quality. Stickers are files you own, so they will never be hard to relocate for future use, unlike Instagram's black hole of a gift library. Stickers can also be used in YouTube videos. These are so simple, guys. I use them in all of my stories, and you guys were asking about them, so we figured let's make them available for all of the TBB babes. Use my code KCM20 to get 20% off your sticker pack at ChristinaMcGinnis.com. That is KCM20 at ChristinaMcGinnis.com for 20% off any and all sticker packs. (laughs) 
So yeah. you have a product too. Can you yes. tell me? I you told me different things about this than I've literally got stuff like Saint Tropez, mm-hmm. like all this shit on the online. And yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do this in yeah. my bathroom, and like rub my leg. Yeah. And then I end up looking like patches of hula hand. So what exactly? What are like the tips for you to actually when you're doing it yourself mm-hmm. with the mousse? Because you have a product. Yeah. So. And you have your little exfoliator mitt that I am obsessed. I'm a with. firm believer in when you're gonna exfoliate, do not use a loofah. Do not use those little like hand mitts you can get at CVS. They serve a purpose, but not prior to a spray tan. It's kind of like, I don't know, the first thing that comes to mind now. If you're sanding a table and you don't sand the entire pro- the top, it's certain things are going to catch the paint differently. It's just the same thing with your with your skin. So I really, I, I sell that mitt all the time. And I tell people, if you don't like it, I'll give you your money back. I've never had that. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. Yeah. It's the only thing that literally I like put it on and I straight up... Me and my boyfriend were in the shower, and he's like, what is happening? Yeah. He's like, you're, like, shedding. Yeah. Like, he's, like, like a snake. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then I try (laughs) to explain this to people, too. And we've all been there. Listen, have you gone to bed, and you didn't wash your face off, like, for all the makeup, and you get up? Are you going to put makeup over that? That's disgusting. You're going to wash your face, then put makeup on. It's the same thing with a spray tan. Like, get everything off, and then let's put that spray tan. And then it gives better just amazing skin. And then I forgot the question about the product. <laughs> I was just rambling. I don't even know. Yeah. I'm like, okay, questions now. Okay, this is like so selfish. What do you think about dry brushing? Do you feel like that Love helps? dry brushing. Okay, you love yeah. a dry brush? I don't, I think they're, dry brushing's great as far as like to fully pull a spray tan off. If your skin is just bare and ready to go, then do a dry brush before I see you. But if you need to really exfoliate because you saw me like nine days prior or you did a little self-tan prior to me, no, definitely use that exfoliating brush. But I do love a dry brush. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. I got mine off of Amazon. Yeah. Like one that you love or No, as long as you're following like the ways that it goes like up and like look at the little map, you can Google Mm -hmm. it. Just follow like the ways that it goes. And then, yeah, it's great. It's supposed to like de-bloat you all the things. Yeah. Skin feels so nice afterwards. Uh Okay, question. We chatted a little bit about this literally like the first time that I met you. And I want to chat about like pivoting Mm. your direction Mm -hmm. because you opened a space that was fucking beautiful. It's like next level. It was next level. I was like, oh my gosh, like literally it was, it was just dreamy in there. And then you ended up being like, this is not, this is not the direction I want to go. What were the emotions around that? Because I feel like so many times people start projects and they never talk about the pivoting or like if something doesn't necessarily work out. It's their ego. People, the, the ego is a wild, wild thing. And I'm not talking about like, like the ego that everybody talks about. I'm talking about like the self-conscious ego to like just talk. It's just, it's really hard. So I started this business 10 years ago as a side hustle, right? And every year it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And when it became, became very apparent, apparent that I was going to make this a career, you have to constantly ask, like, what's your why? That's why when I tell a girl that's in my Instagram DMs, that's like, I'm trying to start this business, do not emulate your business off of what I'm doing. Because I don't voice all the time how much I work. It's unhealthy, but it works for me because I know what my end goal is. I'm 24-7. That's when I first started, 24-7, out of bed at 2 a.m., working till midnight, canceling baby showers I couldn't go to like not being able to go see my family. Like it was crazy, but I kind of knew what I wanted my end goal to be. So I just immersed myself into it. When I started having more clear direction of what I want to do and you can hustle fine, but if you're running around with a chicken with your head cut off and you don't have a purpose of what you're doing, what's the point? So 
what's your why? You know, I kept doing, and then I had this vision of I wanted a store because, you know, my ego was involved, and I made it. Yeah, you were like, I, I made have a it. store. If I, I have a it. store and it's going to be successful, I wasn't thinking about any other things. Like, that's what I'm going to do. But that's how I've always been. You know, I was, so I just went for it. It was a goal. I went for it, and I, I did it. That's a longer story, but just make it seem like it was easy, which it was not. It happened. And then, you know, you have to pivot constantly. Like I had to pivot, like, how do I take these people that have been spray tanning for nine years and tell them, no, I'm not coming to you anymore. You have to come to a store. That was a whole process. Pivot. What's your why? Okay. Now you have the store. Now what? Then I had the store for two and a half years and COVID kicked me on my ass, just like everybody did. I had my you know, my first three months of pity party and oh my God, why me? But then again, that's your ego because it's everybody. Mm-hmm. What's going on? And I was with my sister down in San Diego for three months with her and her kids. It kind of helped me distract myself. And she just was like, Brittany, you didn't fail. You got handed a pile of shit. So, okay, I'm handed a pile of shit. Now what do I want to do? And I had to take my ego out of it and just be like, what do you want to do? What do you want? And it's just a new chapter and I completely pivoted. I realized what I want and where now the next step is you can focus more on that product line that you were giving an excuse to of not doing because you were in the store too much or you were doing this and all the excuses you were giving yourself and self-doubt. So I said, no, it's screw this. I'm going to focus on that. I'm going to just pivot more and really go into that. And that's what I did. And the space itself, I built, I changed the game. I will humbly brag about this. Like I changed the game, which is what I wanted to do on visually what I wanted a spray tan store to look like and the concept of a spray tan. You mm-hmm. hear spray tan, you think beachy bullshit, growth vibes. Like You think like Palm Beach. And yeah. what you think of is like you're going in there yeah. and there's like some high school I didn't want girl. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have been in some of the most beautiful homes, beautiful mm-hmm. apartments in LA and I wanted just that like experience. I teamed up with an unbelievable designer and and contractor and he I showed him a couple pictures he ran with it and when it was I took a space that was disgusting and ran with it with him and he I swear I would never work with him again because I wanted to kill him but <laughs> we love each other now and I'll do it again and I built this beautiful tranquil space and I can I, I was gonna look last night but that space photo is on Instagram. I love or not that Instagram, picture, sorry, yeah. Pinterest, because I have a Pinterest page. And I think it's been pinned over 20,000 times. It's amazing. It's, I mean, it just changed the game. People were like, holy shit, this is like not your typical spray tanning place. But that's how I've always been. So yeah, I, at that space, this is the first time I'm like verbally saying this, I gave the space up. I haven't said it out loud or really kind of announced it. It's just, I gave it up. I was like, what are you fighting for? And this is also another thing. LA salons in the past 319 days have been closed 216. That's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. What, what am I doing? I would be keeping that store open for my ego. Yeah. To be like, I have a store. Yeah. Or because I was so worried that other people said I failed. I didn't fail. I had a store two blocks from Robertson Boulevard and across from the Beverly Center in Los Angeles, California. I didn't, I did not fail. No. So that's kind of where the pivot came in. And now it's just different. What's my voice product, really getting it out to the masses, teaching people about client education. It's really, I'm really big on that. And that's where I'm pivoting. I love it. Where do you feel like your relentlessness comes from? Cause I feel like you are super relentless. Yeah. And 
like when you talk about the business to you're so inspired yeah. and you're so passionate after 10 years of doing this. Yeah. So where do you think that comes from? Do you think that comes from your parents? How you yeah. were raised? To, I think how I was raised for sure. My mom and my dad, both. My dad is an entrepreneur through and through. Since I was younger, I've constantly seen him like build businesses, sell them, everything. And then my mom is just a beast in herself or she was just, just relentless in just her own being. She's very creative. It was like the mom that, you know, wrote the little notes, did the Easter baskets, did like the, on St. Patrick's day, the milk for the cereal was green, like very creative. And then my dad was just the relentless business guy. So I came from that for sure. And also just my personality is just go. I, I'm not gonna lie. I like money. So it was like, it wasn't driven by that, but when you start to see success and you're doing really well, that was a really great part of it. And also, if you know me as a human, a good friend of mine, I just want women to be their best selves. And you know, a lot of people say, oh, spray tan gives you confidence. And yeah, it does, but it's so much deeper than that. We are so fucking hard on ourselves and so many people are going through shit. And it's a tiny little thing, a spray tan, but it's wild when every single person that you spray suddenly feels better. But it's like you were always, you had that badass in you. And that's the type of friend I am. Like, you don't have to be like me and like cutthroat Philly girl who's wild. <laughs> but always no, we stick, love it. Yeah, st- but stick up for yourself. Be the best person you could possibly be. And if a spray tan literally lets you show up to like kick ass, I always say, I'm just bringing in out your inner badass. So it's just, that really has become like, super transparent that it's so much deeper than that. And I love it. And a lot of these girls call me mom. A lot of these girls like have a great connection with me and I've seen it is a deeper thing for me. It's not just a spray tan. I actually have like a lot of connections and I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a very like, it's almost like I don't, a hairstylist in yeah. a way where you have to create this more connection with them. Yeah. Otherwise they're not going to keep coming back. No, but, and I'm also seeing someone in their vo- most vulnerable moment. Yeah. They're you're naked, butt naked. Yeah. Like at a hairstylist, you're like, I would like a little bit of a bow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like hair is important too. So yeah. not a hairstylist, but like. No, very important. But, yeah. but I'm just seeing you at your most vulnerable. Yeah. I mean, I spray tan stylist, hairstylist, and they're vulnerable too. So you're just in your most vulnerable moment and don't apologize for anything and don't say this, don't say that. Like it's, who cares? What do you feel like you hear the most from people that you spray tan? Like re- regarding confidence. Like, oh, I mean, it always starts with something. I'm sorry I didn't work out. I'm sorry I'm bloated. I'm sorry my period. I didn't get a, I didn't get a pedicure. I'm sorry this. It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't care. But sometimes I catch myself saying it when the girl that I have spray tan me, my assistant, when I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, nope, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. It's just we find this need to apologize. It's like, no, here I am. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, con- it's always that. It's they're sorry about something. No, yeah. just stop. What do you want to be known for? Like when oh, that's just, a good question. just kind of like to leave, whether it's in the spray tan business, whether it's through your friends, like what do you personally want to be known for? I just like a woman that's like extremely loyal, really big integrity. I bust my ass. I want people to see that and just fully transparent. I want people to just know that like I'm on their side. I love everybody. Yeah. That's, I'm just like a good friend, good, even if I see you for 15 minutes, I hope I inspire you in some little way, whatever that is, and know that like you're heard, you're seen. It's really, I've never been asked that question, so. But that's like just right off the cusp that Mm -hmm. I would like, yeah. No, I love that. 
What do you think are some good things that girls can do who are listening to this, especially the millennials mm-hmm. who I think are actually, okay, I heard this stat. I'm probably going to fucking butcher this, oh God. but it's, they said that the millennial generation has taken more, we have the higher rate of taking like antidepressants and essentially, I don't know, anxiety mm-hmm. drugs than, P- than war veterans with PST. Oh my God. P- PTSD. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There, there's, really um, bad I wouldn't doubt it. There's many reasons for that. And I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, social media is the devil. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's what are you consuming? How are you doing it? Did I, I don't know if I told you this, but I did ayahuasca recently. Oh, that's a whole nother thing. Just jump on in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I did ayahuasca okay. recently. So that's why I'm like, I'm not this like woke individual was now. It in, was it when you on your trip? The other weekend? No, no, no. I did okay. it like the week before Thanksgiving, actually. Okay. Yeah, and it was. Okay, I have so many questions. Yeah, we can where talk. You, but uh, yeah, it was it? at a okay. house in Santa Monica with this shaman that's been doing it for thirty years. This woman hosted it, but I've just and there was a girl that's in like a millennial age, and she's just like she just doesn't like herself, like all these things. So I think, and I was like, I just started bawling because I'm like the pressure is wild. So it's really just about I I don't know because I. I'm not going to age myself. I'm not going to go there. But I was not raised in in this, so I could only imagine. And because I am around a lot of like the TikTokers and and Instagram influencers, like it serves such an amazing purpose. And you're dealing with that, and then also trying to battle to find out who you are. Mm-hmm. It's been a long road for me. I mean, I think I'm the closest I've ever been, and I'm probably the most happy I've ever been within me personally. But I couldn't imagine. You know, sometimes I still, I'll spray tan a girl. I'm like, damn girl, okay girl with that body. And then I like compare and stuff. I just think you have to check yourself. Balance, balance, get your ass outside, walk around. Mm-hmm. I have five really close friends that will check my ass if they need to check my ass. And you, re- but with love. Like, bitch, what are you doing? And you're, or I'll go to them and I feel so comfortable. There's no judgment. There's no talking behind my back. There's none of that. That takes a while to find. But I can say the only thing that I think I wish that I regret, I don't regret anything, but growing up, the only advice I could say is boundaries. Find your boundaries. What are they? Boundaries within social media. Boundaries with what you're going to allow in your life. Find the boundaries and don't let anybody make you feel guilty for having a boundary. That's their insecurities because they want to step over it. It's hard. Social media right now is hard. But I love it. I love it. Just stop consuming bullshit. Well, and too, I think it's actually really important to like go into it with intention. Like right now I'm like, I made, I said something the other day. Oh, I have to be on social because the influencer and the podcast and the agency. And one of my friends was like, bullshit. She was like, you choose to be, you can go on for your specific task and then you need to exit. Uh, I mean, I like agree and disagree because that's like someone saying like, you don't have to email when email was the only thing. It's like, yeah, I actually have to email. Mm -hmm. So like, yes and no, you chose not to do a nine to five. So that's it. Then these are what you get with it. And you're like, now I work 24 seven. Yeah. Well, that's a whole different story. So I, I, it's just a way of life. Listen, it's not going away. And Gary V said this one time when someone came at him a a couple years ago about Instagram and all this, they're like, it's the devil. It's like, you guys, that's what you, our parents said, our parents' parents said when Elvis was like twisting his like hips, like, oh my God, like you're going to find something to bitch about all the time. That's not it. It's how is it consumed? Like, Mm -hmm. what do you, how is it consumed? So, yeah, you chose this, but somebody who's, like, dancing, insurance agents are on Instagram because they and TikTok because they realize it's the right thing to do. So it's just how is it consumed? What are you doing? Are you taking a break? How are you fueling yourself up? 
That's really it. Yeah. Hey, you. Are you needing an afternoon at pick-me-up? Don Francisco's Organic Cold Brew is the perfect summer coffee drink. It's easy to brew at home. All you need is a large glass container or pitcher. After letting it steep in cold water for 24 hours, you have delicious coffee concentrate. It's the perfect way to start your summer day or enjoy as an afternoon pick-me-up. I know I sure need one. Don Francisco's is premium coffee, people. Roasted and packed in the USA. And the very best part, guys, Don Francisco's Coffee has created a special sampling code where you can receive 20% off any purchase on DonFrancisco's.com. Just go to DonFrancisco's.com, shop, and check out with the promo code BLONDE, and you will get 20% off your order. Offer is good from August 1st till January 31st, 2021. Get sipping, party people. Okay, now we got to dive into the ayahuasca. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, ayahuasca. (laughs) Okay, so I I have heard, and correct me if I'm wrong because I'm I'm wrong about a lot of things, but do you you, you throw up, correct? Not all the time. So here's my my announcement that I would like to say about ayahuasca. If you choose to do it, please research your shaman. That is massive. I thought about this a year ago, wasn't sure, and then the universe brought it to me. It was wild. That's So this shaman I fully trust because it's a friend of a friend that he's been doing this for 30 plus years. He didn't go to Peru, learn how to do this, and then come back and started to do his own things. Yeah. That's not it. So re- there you go. Research your shaman. Understand what you're doing. I did not know this. I didn't know one person that I was walking. I brought like an air mattress and my stuff that they told me to bring. And I walked into a house. I don't know. I'm like, hope to God I don't die. No, no. Oh that would be me. I would be like in there and I would be like. Because you spend the gonna- night. Okay. So this is a full spend the night. So full this is like, the night. do you like go, how do you find this? So a friend of a friend. Yeah. So my client turned friend, she's very big into this. She actually helps facilitate these things. And I told her I was interested in it. Then I held off on it. And then it kind of came to me again. And I went and I was like terrified okay. I mean my like really good friends were like drop your location yeah. if you die and I'm like oh my god so I went just open-minded like okay let's go yeah. like let's figure this out so he you just sit down you have to go in with a pure intention of why you're there okay. you sit down and you tell your intention everybody does and then he decides what he thinks you should be it's not he didn't have just the tea or okay. yeah no he had like totally different things and then I and then he helps helps you determine what you need. Some people I hear start off with the tea, and I hear that's awful because you'll just throw up. So yeah. I fasted that whole day. You're supposed to fast. Okay. So because so, it's like the first thing that hits your stomach. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I fasted all day. Get there. I told my intention. He's like, okay, you're gonna take the ayahuasca chocolate, but half and half. And I'm like, okay, great. So I took it, and then I did throw up. But I was like very conscious. I wasn't out of control. I told him I was terrified to be out of control. He's like, that's not what's gonna happen. Yeah. I was very cognizant of what was going on the entire time, but I did throw up. So I just was like, all right, I think I'm gonna throw up. Was it like a little puke or was it like- Well, you don't have anything in your stomach. Okay. So I was- I'm like just trying to gauge- Yeah, like like, I think like 20 or 30 minutes after I took it, I was laying there, but I know I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna throw up. So I got up, walked to the bathroom and threw up, came back down, came back and put my blindfold back on, took the other half of it and then- Went into it. Went into the journey. Went into the journey. Okay, so what is the journey? Do you remember the whole journey? Yeah, I basically, okay. so again, I was terrified that I was, it's not a hallucinative drug. It's 
you know, I did mushrooms years, I mean, like, years ago, just, mm-hmm. like, again, not going to age myself, but years ago, like, a dumbass, like, yeah, I'm just going to pop all this, and then oh. I had the worst trip of my life, so I haven't done anything like that since, but no, you, it, the best way to describe it is, have you ever had, like, a really vivid dream? Yeah. And you wake up, and you're like, wow, like, were you terrified? Did you feel like you were hallucinating? No, I was just like, no, yeah. it's just a dream. Yeah. Yeah, but that's kind of what this is. It's a very... like vivid dream and you're like walking through but you like I like cried I screamed I like like all this emotion came out it was it was amazing and there I went in with an open heart I didn't have a lot of trauma I needed to deal with but maybe I did and if that came up that'd be fine but some other people have and a girl next to me had some major trauma she was going through it was beautiful but be careful with who you do it with. Yeah. Yeah. That would, I feel like that would scare me like a little. But that's, because, that's where you learn about the ego. Like okay. your ego doesn't want you to get to your subconscious and become like the best version of yourself because then the ego is not like front and center. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, I want to be in control at all times. Like you saying, you don't, you gotta, wanna, let, you don't you gotta wanna let be it in go. control. I would be like, all right. So like, I want like a nine step process and like no, a spreadsheet no. of like how this is going to look. Yeah. But that, I think a lot of people do that. No. Yeah. I mean, I like to control things too, but no, it was like, just, all right, here we go. So, okay, so you're bringing an air mattress and they put a blindfold on you. No, you like, bring like a, like a eye mask. Okay. Because like, a, like, like once you, you use on a flight. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. once you take it and you just put your eye mask on, lay down and just enjoy it. I went through like a whole, that's, I think that's where a good part of this pivot with this business came in because I don't want to get into like the first half of my journey. Cause it was like so personal, but it was like, I wanted, my intention was I want a deeper sense of friendship. I want to go dive so deeper with my friendships, with this business. I am blocking my blessings completely with this business. I don't feel I'm worthy of success. What the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And people would be like, really? You've made it. Oh my God. But I, there's times where I don't even believe that I deserve it or worthy of it and was wild. So part of the journey with the work situation was I just, you know, not need to dive deeper of the message of, I'm not just giving you a spray tan. Like I'm literally making you just like, go do the best shit today. And cause it's a surface level thing that I'm giving you, but we got to get deeper. And there was a whole thing. I went through my marketing plan. I like mm-hmm. sat there and did all this. It was so clear of what I need to do now. And the next step of this, yes, I'm delivering a surface level service, mm-hmm. but it's so much deeper. And I am going in the right direction of like, you know, like this weekend I'm having coffee with a, with a, client she's younger mm-hmm. and she just like had the craziest shit happen with her boyfriend i'm like girl you were wrong she's like well can you we go to coffee i don't have a mom so i'm mm-hmm. going to coffee with a client it's yeah. just diving deeper with yeah. that and too i feel like you're such a connector like we're both very like yeah. connectors in a I sense of like into that. how do we like connect other people and yeah. so that's probably why yeah. a lot of people are drawn to you too yeah I, I lean into it completely i used to just be like so drained at the end of the day but we just talked about before we started, I know how to fill myself up completely now to be able to constantly give because it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And too, how you do that is so different per person. Like I was saying, I felt like kind of trapped in this apartment a little mm-hmm. bit. Like I was saying, I felt like anxiety like these past few weeks and being like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah, like, no, nothing's wrong. You got to like, you're in a new city yeah. and you're also the energy that you you know, I'm taking on so many different types of energy all day and I'm open to it. I surrender to it. Like I'll go to Bel Air and I deal with a client. You just like, she doesn't even talk, but Mm -hmm. not rude, but you just go in, you spray and you leave. Then I deal with another client in like West Hollywood. It's like everybody's energy all day long. And I'm taking, taking, taking. That's fine. But they're taking it from, and I'm giving it willingly too. Mm -hmm. Cause I, if that fills their cup up, taking my energy, 
fine, I'm going to give it to you because I don't mind doing it. But how do I fill me back up to make sure I can do it again the next day and not resent them that they text me last minute for a spray tan? 12.30. Oh my God. Like, so I just, (laughs) but that's what I started to realize over the years. What do I need to do to, this poor girl just got her, like I chopped her head off for texting me late, but like, what do I need to do to not do that again? Boundaries and filling myself up and all of those things. Yeah. What are some good tactics that you have for boundary setting with whether it's, I guess, friends or people in business? Personal life, I think it's just, you just have to really define what, what you go down the list and then really just stay very clear with it. You're going to realize some people push back and you just have to say thank you, but no, and keep going. Some people are going to make you feel guilty, all of those things. As far as business, Again, very clear and concise of what I want. Sundays are an absolute no. I'm just, unless it's award season, I'm not spraying on a Sunday. I'm very sorry. It's not happening. I just can't. And then like I told you earlier today, if somebody like cancels last minute or I'll, I can say, so yesterday I showed up at a client's house and she forgot that she was even supposed to be there. And she just was like, I'm so sorry. And I told you this earlier, five years ago, I would have said, oh, that's okay. No, it's not okay. However, shit happens. But my boundary was, no, I showed up, you're paying me. Yeah. You know, there's just certain, and she understood it. It's how you deliver it and what you want. And And too, there's that respect aspect too, where like, if you would have just like waited an extra 45 minutes or, you know, whatever it was, Mm -hmm. then they're going to do it again. And I feel like setting those boundaries, people respect you more because then they You just have to be so clear of what your boundaries are to yourself. That's a personal thing. And that's a journey that takes, you can't do that in a weekend and figure that out. Mm -hmm. You have to go, that's, that takes a little bit. Yeah. And then as you grow as a human, your boundaries change. What have you used this last year, whether it's like a book, a podcast, if there's like some type of other resource that you've used, what has been something that's really helped you? So I am not like a meditator. It's not, I can't sit there. My brain, I can't do it. So my form of meditation is journaling. It does it. You just go, just let it go. So I do that and I do a walk in the morning with my dog. I love to Demi who owns 12th tribe. I've told you about that. She has yeah. been a huge girl that I've leaned on because she's built such an incredible thing. I'll lean to her and just say, what book are you reading? What podcast? I love how I built this. It's a great podcast. It helps you out. But I also love, I love Skinny Confidential. She's obviously great. She's built a great brand for herself. But I also try to take those things in and just take the bits and pieces and not let them form that I haven't made it or I need to do more. Or mm-hmm. you just kind of take those things and, and with stride. But yeah, I would say the journaling is a huge thing for me. Yeah. Uh, but you know what I did this past year that I haven't done in years? Tell me. I finally like took time to be like, no, I'm going to be with my family. No, I'm going to take the weekend off and then not feel bad when someone messages me and be like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not in town. That w- I c- would never do that before. Mm-hmm. That's never. so good though. Because never. that's like how much you've grown. And two, you're in a point now too, where like your business is booming to where you can do that. Yeah. It's, but you know, so I'm leaving the end of this month for two and a half weeks to go sit my ass in Florida with my sister and her kids, because that fills me up. It's like to another level. And then I'm able to give months and months and months to people. But, you know, and I have an assistant now and, and people are like, oh, but I want you. Well, so I'm sorry. I'm out of town. Yeah. Yeah. But I've worked my ass off to get to this point. And I tell people, like I said, it's don't follow me. And it's not normal. It's not healthy. It's not normal, but it works works for me. Yeah. 
That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so where can everybody buy the product? Oh, buy yes. the amazing mitt and follow Please you. do that. It's it's amazing. So you go to bbronstudio.com and you just hit that little shop button. Instagram is bbronstudio and just follow me there. Woohoo. Well, thanks so much yes. for coming on with the TBB babes. Make sure to reach out, say hello to her, get her product, and we will be back next Thursday. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe so we can keep coming back at you every Thursday. Okay. Ta-ta for now. Bye.